Ladies and gentlemen, boys and baby girls, it's time to sit by the fire, kick off your boots, and wait for the snake bite on your ankle to take your life for another exciting episode of the Cowboy Howdy Podcast. Gambizi Berry, and with me as always, trusty psychic, resident comedian, Anthony Barrera. What's up, what's up? It's, it's your boy, I'm Baphomet. Young Bad Knees, back at the station. <laughs> also joining us, Monterey Bay comic, Michael Booth. What's up? How you doing, friend? Thanks for coming back. Good. Also here, special guest, first time on the show, Molly Steen, a comic and Pilates instructor. Hi. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming on. I don't know what I'm more excited about, the comic or the Pilates thing, because like, I know you're an amazing comic, so I, I know how I know the appropriate level of excitement for that. I don't know how good you are at Pilates, really. What if I was just a terrible Pilates teacher? All your people have scoliosis. I'm like, you got to stop. You have to stop right now. This is bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> how would you rate yourself? Being being like somewhat modest, as I know you, how would you rate yourself as a Pilates instructor? Uh, you know, I think I'm like, uh, it's been like four years since I got my certification, but two years of continuous teaching. So I am pretty good now. But That's maybe a like time. a year ago, I was only okay, but I thought I was good. Years into anything, you're pretty dang good at it, is what I've learned. Like the master curve can take a while, but like to get pretty freaking good doesn't take long, especially if you're talented. Did you have a natural talent that got you into it? Uh, well, I mean, it's a lot of improv because you just uh, some people i'm sure like will like write down the routine that they're so you don't take teach, it serious basically. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah i kind of just get there and it's like at this point i just rotating like 30 different exercises and you we go through them um, yeah. yeah that's the better way to do it if you have like a program you're trying to run like hard and fast like that and gym stuff i feel like any kind of workout thing it becomes so monotonous but if you get to like say oh in this moment this fits in better and this feels good and i forgot how to do this one so we'll do something else instead like that is great that's how you get the flexibility you need yeah and, and people you get about. people have injuries and stuff or like you don't expect that the people are at different levels and you have to kind of make sure everyone can keep going and um, I mean, it's kind of hard to say that, like, I guess the way people do crunches is pretty, there is a pretty bad <laughs> way that people do crunches. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. But that's about, that's maybe all I can really think of. Or just like hubris, like people are like, I'm strong, so this is going to be easy. Oh, I can uh, see someone not. in here doing that. I'm looking at you right now, Michael. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Dude, Dude I've G- heard Jim like... hubris. <laughs> for three minutes of Pilates, I already know I can kick your ass out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> so, second question. Is there a competitive aspect to Pilates ever? Oh, I mean, I mean, absolutely, because I think the most... <laughs> well, the, I mean, going to work. Well, I guess I'm thinking more as like a teacher, but there is this sense that like... Um, your like your body is like your advertisement so like it's like you can't like if you like gain five pounds oh, people like lose yeah. faith in you yeah. and like, for real like I had a woman be like like I, I like uh, kind of slipped a disc or something I got some kind of injury so I had to stop running for a little while and like people were talking about their diets while I was teaching this little reformer class the women are like lying down on these machines and I was like yeah I was like I don't really like to worry about this thing or I don't remember what I was talking about I think I was talking about like top ramen how uh-huh. I have it every now and then she's like oh yeah what diet are you on to me, I was oh, like, oh, damn. fuck. I gotta be kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you get called out by your Pilates newbie. Yeah, That's yeah, rough. yeah, yeah. That is rough. So there's a lot of like body inclusivity stuff that like doesn't happen. I kind of, I feel bad. Sometimes like people come in that are like, women will come in that are heavier and they mm-hmm. just see that it's like, like that it's there. I think it's kind of dumb. Like it's not mm. like having a smaller waist, like doesn't mean anything about like right. health really yeah. that much. So 
But I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's rough. That that ego that people take into everything is so powerful, but especially when it comes to the body. Like, oh man, that's yeah. a crazy one. The, the, like, I feel so much like insecurity at the gym. It doesn't matter how like what shape I'm in. I feel like I am the biggest re like biggest newbie, biggest bad person, biggest idiot at the gym every time, no matter what. It seems like Molly has a pretty good insight into people. Like she like gets to see like people up you know in Pilates like. To see their physical limitations, then she goes and watch people do stand up and gets to see their it sounds like, like she judges mental limitations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you really get an insight into humans every day. There is a lot of like, um, I feel like everywhere, like there's just a lot of fear stuff you work with. Like people don't want to do mm. stuff because they're afraid. Yeah, and that's just like everywhere in stand up and in Pilates. The fear is usually what's fucking you up and making things hard. Is there a demographic that specifically avoids Pilates that you like r- like don't run into, I guess? Uh, well, I guess like not a lot of men come in. Like usually they get, and some men will come in and they'll stay, but they kind of get dragged there by their wives. Oh. But maybe like if they have head injuries or stuff, something they'll stick around. Um, what? Uh, Hold on, that was a little weird sub note. What? If they have no, injuries? if they have injuries, oh my god, not head injuries. <laughs> oh, oh, just okay. if they have, I was just like, if they have like an They're injury or something. Yeah, if they have head injuries, they just won't leave the. They won't leave the lobby. They usually have trouble with the door. They stick around for a while. Yeah, I'm always curious because I've seen you at open mics a bunch. Yeah, but I'm curious, like, when did you start? Like, how did you? Because I know you've been in the Santa Cruz scene for a while, and I see you doing other stuff. How did you like start? Did you start in Santa Cruz? Or? I started in Santa Cruz. I'm actually so happy I get to tell this story because oh, I don't okay. get to tell it enough. Yeah, but I started in like the last week of August. I went to Bocce's. That was my first set. That was your was first like set ever at Bocce's? at Bocce's. Whoa. Not this August, but the August before. So I, I'm okay. like a year and a few months in. Okay. You're only like a few months in one. Yeah. Dang. Okay, After, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I do my first set at Bocce's. There's like no one there, but it's fine. There's like this old guy there and he was like, that was great. You seemed really confident, but it was like, there's no one there. So I couldn't tell, you know, if there's mm-hmm. no one there, you can't really tell. And so then that Thursday or maybe the Thursday after I just emailed DNA and like kind of big up to myself and lied about my credentials Yay. to get on at Blue Lagoon. Yay. I was like, uh, I was, a, I was like, I was a child actor. I did. <laughs> Oh my god! Did you did you reference any specific shows? No, no. Well, because that's the thing is like you can kind of say like because I did have like a stage bomb, but it was more just like regional theater shit. But like you can't just kind of say that. And it's like you could have gone auditions for commercials and stuff, and no one's ever gonna have seen that shit. Like it's not yeah. like no one remembers ads from the yeah. 90s like that's so i was just funny. like yeah i was like i was a kid actor i did yeah. like i did ucb which like i took one class of ucb but uh-huh. you know you can just kind of imply you're like i did ucb like i was in how much did that cost by the way one class you know i think it's pretty affordable i think it was like 250 and it's like did you do it somewhere over over on the east coast area? yeah i did it when i was still in college so i did it um in new york and it was like in midtown at the time Dang, how long ago was that? that I'm, uh, I don't no, no, want to no, disclose. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have to start lying about my age at some point. <laughs> last um, week. My bad. That was last week. Okay, my bad. Um, but yeah, so I did UCB and uh, and then I was like, oh, and I went to, um, what did I say? I went to the new school, which is true, but I said that I went to the new school for drama, which is like a separate thing, which you is like a really fed. prestigious, I know, but that's like a prestigious acting school that like, have you ever seen Inside the Actors Studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that like... New school, the drama department, if you're in it, you're in like that program where you go to those tapings and stuff. So that wasn't exact. I was just like in the like liberal arts college anyway. (laughs) But so I just showed up and I was like, let me go up. And they're always, of course, they want more females and stuff. So he let me go up. And so my second set, I went up at Blue Lagoon and I just like destroyed. Really? Yes. And then, of course, I just like sucked for, you know, and then I just sucked. But it was nice because I always got to go up at Blue Lagoon. So I got 
like good stage time with audience. You got there hometown you go. benefit yeah. from that. Yes, opening. exactly. That's from, yeah, sick. I just like muscled my way in, but then I didn't even have a Facebook at the time. I mean, I made friends with nobody nobody liked me because they were like, mm-hmm. who's this random fucking girl that got a good, st- got a good oh. spot. Yeah. <laughs> and like, who the fuck <laughs> is she? Who she thinks she is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That so I just like, no commercials. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I just like would show up at the open mics. And so even though I like, even though I kind of, you know got onto blue lagoon really fast like i definitely did you know the open mics where you're there till 11 30 and you're the yeah. last person to go up because even yeah. though you signed up number four like you keep getting bumped on that so <laughs> i went through all that shit too and i can't i can't fault anybody who's already spent like the time and energy to that you have you been to an upstart citizens brigade class like i'm nowhere near even pursuing that even for a second let alone having enrolled in one and completed it so like you do have chops like you, your bluff was not that big yeah i would have lied true. way more <laughs> <laughs> like in Argentina, I am the only comedian. Like, I swear to God, I don't even speak Spanish. I know. I was like, "Wait, are you from Argentina? Did no. I miss something?" Oh, okay. nope. Go big. You ain't never been there either. <laughs> I do have to say, you guys said you were going to put on these crazy um, personas when the mics went on, but I feel like you're acting exactly the same. So I don't know. We are all so chronically depressed. We barely talk outside this house. <laughs> I will say, I've been kind of depressed, and I did a set on Wednesday at the at the open mic at the lab. And it like it went so well because I actually was ta- I was going so slow oh, that like nice. people were laughing and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm not excited about my jokes. <laughs> you went so to I just, on Wednesday? Yeah, I went I went pretty early. Oh, I, I went gonna, pretty early. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say I came Because you were at um, you're at Mountain Brewing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I came by after. It was fun. That's sick. But it was like a relief, though, coming off of that. Yeah, I was like, oh, down. this is not so bad because I, I was like, it. I'm really depressed right now. How's my set even going to go? Yeah, <laughs> I went through the exact same thing. I came back from Indonesia and like. I hadn't done comedy for like a couple weeks, almost three weeks. I was like, I got to get back there. I love it. I did my first set. I freaking bombed so Wait. hard. It was so bad. When I got back from Indonesia. You I went to said, Asia? Oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so so it, the bomb devastated me so bad, I forgot I had been on like a two-week vacation. I felt like all the year of work stress just come right back and hit me. And oh, I was yeah. just like, my life sucks. And <laughs> yeah, I was there's so, nothing like a bomb. And what's crazy is of all things, I went to Potent Patriot on Monday this week and totally redeemed myself. <laughs> the same thing. I oh, sl- slowed down a bunch. Still way too fast. It sounds like Kevin Hart being sped up on like a speed track. It's not good. Yeah, it sucks because I went to Rooster Tees uh, Wednesday. Oh. Had a good set. Yeah. On the way back home, oh. my car breaks down. Oh. I don't know why. You can't have it all, I guess. I'm like, what the fuck? So I call the tow truck driver. The tow truck driver comes. He doesn't know what the fuck is wrong with it. Mm-hmm. So I got to get it towed all the way back to Salinas. Did you ask the tow truck guy to look at your car? Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy who only gets paid if your car doesn't run, right? You asked him? Cool. Yeah, well, at least tell me what's <laughs> yeah. wrong with it so it can be fixed when I get back. <laughs> what's wrong yeah. with my car? To- totally He's anti like, his incentive. I'm here to take it, not fix it. I will have to, that makes me, the, um, like, getting stopped on the side, of, or when your car breaks down on the side of the road, I will say that's, like, the only thing that I think is truly, like, female privilege because, like, I've mm. had my tire bust so many times just like someone appears yeah. like someone just pulls over and is like do you no. need help changing your tire as i'm like trying to kick the bolt like because i can't do i mean i can't do it i've tried no these dudes when they ever drive, done that for me yeah, no. yeah. i just see I do you and guys. they're like oh that sucks oh, <laughs> i've actually i've done it for guys the most embarrassing time i had to do it for a whole family it was like a father and his oh, two no. sons oh, and none of them fuck. could do it and the two sons and, oh no yeah and then so afterwards i took his yeah, sons and i was sons like i was like you're mine i was gonna say you get i met him they're right outside yeah yeah that's how that works yeah. So you need confidence. Like, you surround yourself. Your with. sons are mine like, now. My name is Cameron, <laughs> but you will call me Papa. 
<laughs> so yeah, that was a cool little child raising story we had lined up for you. Uh, so we got some cool interview stuff in, but we always like want to let somebody get ingratiated in kind of the format of our show. So a little a little basic background: our audience, it is our assumption, is ninety percent scumbags. Okay, okay, yeah. fair and enough. How did we come to that? Conclusion? Oh, wait, I, that yeah. made me. Uh, what has, have you had female guests before? No. Uh, no. I feel no. so honored. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, scumbags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you just sound sexy. <laughs> Which fits in perfect. <laughs> That's basically our theme. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open my LaCroix. <laughs> mm. Beautiful. So, like, we try and come up with things that, like, would ingratiate people into, like, <laughs> we think about the people who would actually listen to this podcast, think about what would benefit them, and okay. what kind of information would they want to hear about. And so... To that tune, um, we came up with a little skit we wanted to call Dr. Pilates. Okay. Because uh, here's the thing. You're, as a Pilates instructor, you are the closest thing we have ever been to a doctor. Uh, so <laughs> we wanted to lean kind of heavy into that, to be honest. <laughs> and we had some questions, nothing big, but like maybe some stuff you can help with. Like how, can you identify a rash? Like, how, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, first of all, I love giving unsolicited advice. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess technically yeah. you're soliciting, but I love giving advice even yes. more than you want. So okay, I'm on board. I'm just signing you up for a new recurring segment where we phone you at all times of the night <laughs> and uh, start asking you questions. Sounds good. <laughs> Is this supposed to be this big? <laughs> <laughs> Is this supposed to be this small? <laughs> no. uh, so anyways, uh, the idea is basically we, we, offer, we offer... <laughs> We offer a lot of like tips for people who like probably don't have the budget that like someone who's very successful might have to do things. In in the like, the Pilates instructor life, have you learned anything that like had a really practical benefit that you could like? Yeah, I could apply this. That anybody could use this to, like to ail any meal mend of any kind. Hmm. Um. Gosh, I mean, it's all just so generic. Like. It's so good you don't do sales for Pilates. I know. Well, I mean, focus on like, the construction part, big time. I thought no. I just was like the 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 practical advice. Like it's just like yeah. you just have to like start moving. I mean, if you're in pain, you have to start moving. Just be better. You have to. Yeah, exactly. You have to like get on a treadmill just and be walk. Better. I will say like the thing they always say is that it's like about consistency. So it's not gonna fix it if you go and run for five days one week and then that's all you do all year you know so i mean it's not super i guess maybe finding a local class that is good that you like to go to Mm -hmm. you can also google like community classes um actually this this might be the most helpful advice depending on where you are at this point there's lots of like fitness franchises and different yoga blah 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 but most of them, like if you go into like Mind Body, the app, they all have either like a two week or a month long trial. Mm. And the trial will be like $30 for unlimited classes for the month. Dang. And they do that because they're trying to hook you. And after that 30 days, you're going to have to spend like one ninety nine ninety nine a month or something like crazy. So but because there's enough now, just do a month at like every studio in your area. Yeah, and then by the time you've done price. that, you'll probably be in good, pretty good shape and you can probably figure out how to work out at home. Wow. That's that's actually really that's good. That's like life a really hack. good yeah. hack. Yeah. Imagine being in shape for your whole life for the price of like a hundred twenty dollars. I feel like it fits the scumbag theme too. Just oh, that's it. Nail the head. Yeah. Nail the head. I, I was, we were kind of hoping you would tell us how to rob a Pilates store. But, uh, we will oh, there's not a lot of cash in the drawer. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't help so, you with that. You can resell Jeez. yoga mats. Uh, so being a learned doctor. Yes. Uh, looking at both me and Michael, who would win in a basketball game? Uh, this is actually the more important question. Yes, this is a very critical question. I mean, I feel like, is basketball at all about confidence and hubris? 
I mean, yeah, it's like 80% kinda, of the battle. Kind of. Definitely. I don't know enough about basketball, but I mean, I feel like I don't want to answer because I don't want to alienate uh, no, that's okay. anybody. That's the correct answer, actually. <laughs> you, you don't know who's going to win because neither is black. Oh. <laughs> oh. <Jesus>. oh, my. <laughs> Your listeners don't know that. Uh, they love that. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony's closer, I guess. No, we're I drawn. mean, sure. <laughs> I do. I do like. I do like the idea of a. Of a co- <laughs> I do like the idea of a competitive Pilates class, though, between you two. What's like the hardest to do position? Like, what's one that's like the deal breaker? Like, there's a crazy one. Yeah. Uh, there's a crazy long. one called a uh, long spine. Dang, that does not sound good. So, so the guy who the machine, that died of a spinal injury, probably. <laughs> the reformer, I don't know if you've looked up, like, I mean, I know it's, like, not visual for them, but, like, the Pilates equipment that you work on, like, it looks, they kind of look like torture devices. Yeah. Like, they don't look nice. Okay, yeah. so there's the one that's called the reformer. It's, like, a moving platform that you lie down on. The there's, reformer. like, a little foot bar. Yeah, there's a little foot bar. So, like, really basic stuff is, like, you lie down and you, like, kind of do, like, leg presses against the reformer. Uh-huh. And then there are these straps, so you can, like, use the straps for arm work. But there's all these exercises where you put your feet in the straps. And there's this one where, like, you basically do, like, a yoga shoulder stand with your feet in the straps. So the platform is moving, and then your feet go oh, up in oh, the air. And then you hold oh. it, and then you roll down, like, one, like, you roll down your spine just, like, one okay. backbone at a time, and then wow. feet out again. Here's my problem. <laughs> I just remembered that Pilates was invented by a sex dungeon owner who was trying to <laughs> justify all the wooden contraptions. <laughs> Why does every single one have ankle locks? Said, well, ankle locks are great for the back. <laughs> <laughs> he was German. He was German. He was kind of a weirdo. Um, actually, the story is like a little bit interesting. I'll keep it short. The story is a little bit interesting. Yeah. So he was like on a prison island. I can't remember the name now, but like it's like a prison island during World War II where like the prisoners of war lived in England. And so, like, if anyone is more learned, like, I'm sure you have some nerds, some World War One nerds that are going to be, nope. like, yelling right now. No, you don't think so? <laughs> Probably not. Go anyway, ahead. but so he was on this island, and the island was for, like, the quarantine dudes. Like, it was for oh. the prisoners of war and the people that were, like, dying of consumption. Ugh. So it was, like, all these hospital beds, and he, like, wanted to rehab them. He was, like, a former, like, circus freak boxer guy. Like, his family were, like, circus folk. Huh. So well, they were, carnies. like, you know, yeah, carnies. Like, they were very into, like... Was he boxing the clowns? Who you boxing the circus? <laughs> the lions, dude. What the Bring it off for George. He punched people in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> but so he like attached springs and stuff to all the beds, That's and cool. that was nice where guy. like yeah. So he was a nice guy. He also um, there is like a little bit of controversy oh, yeah. about well he was he worked for um, the German government like oh, yeah. developing their workout uh, regimen for killing. We won't Interesting. Talk about it. No, but, they were but very listen fit. here. This is they were a, very fit. You can't even find this on the internet anymore. But there's this one move he does, and like it's even like you've maybe seen it just like in a basic stretch video. But is it the Hal Hitler? <laughs> okay, so he's standing like in an X position. He's standing with both of his arms up and both of his legs out in an X, and so he like bends all the way down to tap like the right foot with the left hand. Uh-huh. And then he comes back up and brings that hand up. So there is like a crossover. Oh, and then the arm like they flies up in the uh, air. And you can't find it, it on YouTube He's anymore. Like, Stretch, measure your breath. How are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> really they just shortened it into the throw hands yeah. up there. <laughs> it really is <laughs> like. Are you pretty strict about that one? <laughs> All right, hands up. Not that high. <laughs> Frank, I'm watching you. <laughs> That's really funny. Anyway, so those are my fun Pilates facts. That was awesome. Thank you for joining us, Dr. <laughs> no, Pilates. That was awesome. This has got to be a cover great segment because I was. T- <laughs> I can't believe how ready you were. You're like, medical advice? Here we go. <laughs> my medical I advice have... was just like, exploit mind body, <laughs> exploit free trials. They're like. That, dude, though, the thing, the first thing you said about movement, I love that. I don't want to drag yeah. on about it either, but like, that's my biggest obsession because uh april is a nurse i talk oh, to her cool. all the time like 
what gets people in there? What's the common denominator between everybody who's spending time sick in hospital beds? Mobility is a huge factor, man. Huge factor, especially after 50. Like, range of motion decides so much about your quality of life. And so, like, stretching became such a bigger part of, like, my personal care. So I super am, like, enthused about anybody who, like, taking time to do it professionally especially. So that's pretty sick. And good advice. Good advice. Take those Pilates <laughs> lessons for free or pay the 30 bucks. Be nice. Don't forget to tip if you sweat too much in this bed thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, clean your equipment. Please. Yeah, always ask them to wipe off the freaking ankle straps because that, that's <laughs> disgusting that's dirty <laughs> <laughs> okay so what was the uh oh yeah we came up with another skit yeah, speaking another of recurring okay. segments we're going into an old favorite this is uh the 30 second pitch 30 second pitch okay so you want to explain it to Mike? <laughs> yeah so a 30 second pitch is a recurring segment we have where we have 30 seconds to pitch an idea on a topic that we've chosen before we started recording and what's the fun part the fun part is we get as dark as possible <laughs> okay yes. the pitch is supposed to be dark okay so, 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> 30 30 second seconds. pitch idea for this one is countries you would go to during the apocalypse best country our best country to go to yep uh, during the apocalypse Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. anybody want to so start world, us off the is world's it, ending is, is, yeah this is a hard scenario now we haven't narrowed it down to how the world ends so that's kind of up to you mm-hmm. but you only got 30 seconds to fill it in so you better be <laughs> on it. All right. So my 30-second pitch is, um, so far the world has gone into nuclear warfare. Uh, I'm going to Mexico. No one's going to nuke Mexico. It's going to be a little hot, but guess what? There's a nuclear winter happening up in the north. So go to the border. All people are coming. They're super desperate. They're willing to give up anything. I become rich during this apocalypse. I coalesce power. I become governor of Mexico. You finally get your wraith. I get two. You get two. So there's still bit. race for sale in the end of the world. You, <laughs> yeah. Certainly, <laughs> yeah. Certainly. You think there are no wraiths okay. in Mexico? Okay. I mean, I think you just maybe you find one or something. I don't Wait, know. Wait, did you say wraith? What's a wraith? Uh, Rolls Royce. Oh, it's oh, his, cool. He, he he always talks about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna get a wraith one of these. It's like his car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I try not to talk bad about it because this crazy asshole is going to save enough money to lease a wraith for a day. I was going to yes. say, that's I like a monkey's paw. You're going to be like yeah, destitute and unable oh, yeah. to afford it, but you're going to exactly. be in your wraith. And I'm, I'm going to have a selfie. Right I'm going to be wearing my black it. shirt that one in day, the wraith. <laughs> I'm going to be in there with him. I'll be your psychic. I'll dress up however you want me to dress. I'll be in that wraith that one day. Like, yeah. <laughs> your license plate. Shit low. out of it. Like, and then I'm going to walk away and save my money. Your license plate has to say young bad name. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you can't afford that if you already bought a... <laughs> like, dude, what are you do about maintenance? I lost the rights to Young Baffin. Like, fuck. Damn it. Okay, so that was a... Okay, good, I guess. So you're going to Mexico? Yeah, I took advantage of a bunch of desperate people and made money. Okay. Fuck I feel you. like I feel like you just kind of leaned towards like what was kind of like... You know. Going to Mexico? Yeah. I would never go to Mexico. I've never been to Mexico. You've never been to Mexico and you're going to go at the end of the world and yeah. negotiate a rate sales. Yeah. Oh, dude. I can't wait for you to be kidnapped in Mexico. I'm not going to get kidnapped. <laughs> I speak perfect Spanish. Give me some. Um, no. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no bien. No bien. What's your 30-second pitch? Mine? Oh, geez. Okay, what country I go to the end of the world? Uh, I don't feel like anywhere is safe, so I just want to go wherever I like, I like to be. So I, might, I probably won't. I'd stay in America. i go to Hawaii. You're going to go to Hawaii? Hawaii is going to be such a shit show. Hawaii is going to be like going real. to like... The Beverly Hilton or something. It's just going to be like well, no, rich white people like flipping out. Hills I, got a, I got the inside track, so I'm going to know about the hol- like the apocalypse for everybody else. The, hol- you know, the, the Holocaust? <laughs> like the world. Do you know about Holocaust. some Holocaust that we don't it, know about? It's like the world. Excuse Holocaust. me. Like everybody. What did podcast this guy. am I on? <laughs> it's, it's the first 
equal rights holocaust and everybody's going so <laughs> for that, with, 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 with that happens i'm going to hawaii because everyone's and, dying is that what you're yeah, saying yeah exactly oh, everyone's okay. gonna die so i'm just gonna go to hawaii and i'm gonna get there six months early because i'm gonna know and i'm <laughs> just gonna, gonna be hanging out <laughs> like three months before the apocalypse super holocaust so stuff ridiculous. they're gonna like shut down the airports and we're like oh i should go to hawaii uh, too late you dumb <laughs> so i'll already be there and then all the old people in maui they're very old mm-hmm. and i've been there mm-hmm. there's like two dying a week at every resort so you think get there six months early, by the time Pocket rolls around, there's like 12 empty condos. I'm <laughs> a good old time, man. Merge them all Property super values sweet. are plummeting, so you can get it on the cheapity-cheap. Oh, dude, I'm eating fresh tuna every day. Me and the Hawaiians hanging out. Yeah. Do you think you ever get bored of Hawaii? I got six months till I'm dead. Okay. That's true. Yeah. No, Hawaii. Yeah, super easy. <laughs> America, go USA. <laughs> One of us has to be a patriot. How about you, Michael? What you got? <laughs> um, you know, probably Canada. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, really? But that is Dang. a good call. Where, where in Canada? I'm just as, just like, like Quebec, right after the border. You know, just, just, just right after the border. <laughs> I really like the yeah. border specifically. Isn't it like no, Toronto? I would just go somewhere where they, there's like a lot of people have weed. You know, like what? That's what I'm trying to do when the world ends. Dude, I'm just trying to get blazed when the world ends, dude. Oh, I was thinking because of like just like the socialized <laughs> attitude. Nope. You know, I was like, they're gonna be that helpful. Too, they'll be so friendly about it. Like, oh, the world's in today. Trying to have some Tim Hortons <laughs> and get blazed <laughs> before the world ends. You know, yeah, I can't like anybody. A stale the bagel. Ending, might as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah good They like donuts up there a lot. So I don't know. Do you guys think Switzerland would let me in? No. Yeah, why not? They let everybody in. There you go. I'd go to Switzerland. Fuck Mexico. I'd go to Switzerland. Uh, too late. You Dude, had you already had seconds. your fucking turn, have fun bro. Have in freaking oh, Ensenada, you dummy. You already had your fucking turn. Have fun trip. in Tijuana. <laughs> it's yeah, Molly's glad you decided to spend your last six minutes with well, a donkey. You guys said you were going to go dark, so I thought of a bunch of really dark ones. And then I was like, Canada. <laughs> maybe like Nor- and then I was like, Canada, just for fun. Maybe like Norway, maybe something like around there. I was thinking cold is better, kind of. Cold and like, and like, no- they still have like a lot of just like untouched land like canada and like the yeah. the netherlands do as well i think we were too vague about how the world ends we gotta discuss that because like if yeah there were no limitations it, like if you have a well, I think it depends. equal rights holocaust like it depends on what type of scenario yeah. equal Ooh. rights holocaust that's but still like if you have a submarine some you could shit, survive you i wouldn't want to live in a fucking submarine what if it's like a 60 floor submarine that has like that's a big ass submarine yeah dude I'm saying. is there any wraiths in there here's the thing i found out in Myanmar, there's rules when it comes to ethics, they have about, rules on ethics. Yeah, about people's rights. <laughs> I think it's just I'm where I think leverage in the right direction. About? You could build a 16 floor submarine for pretty cheap. Oh, I thought you said 60. That too. I'm less wow. interested now. You're been That's, really That's hella small, dude. Like I guess more? submarines. I thought they had two levels. They can have more than that. Oh, they can have so many. Really? You go to Myanmar, Nothing they'll do sounds anything. worse than like twenty dollars US submarine. Yeah, anything in Myanmar. Like a, I feel like I would get lost. Yeah, you get like lost on like in floor a, number you're gonna nineteen. Want that. You don't know. You're like, gonna want that. Fuck. You don't know what floor you're on. Look, or some seven shit. months. How many people are the same? That sounds. You're terrifying, gonna want that bro. extra space. Trust I me. just like gun to my head. Almost would rather die than be in a submarine. What? You don't want yep. a submarine and be underwater yeah. in like no, a thanks. vessel and just knowing like, that at any moment, if anything goes wrong, it's over. You're gonna slowly drown to death. So many inner layers and buffers. You understand? You're gonna hang out with like the same sixteen people. Yeah. it's <laughs> Give it a year before all of them are dead. Like, I don't plan to keep any of the workers alive. I'm just saying that's the submarine so funny. work. <laughs> no, that's terrible. That was bad. That's how we go dark. <laughs> that's 30 second pitch. So, yeah, that's actually that's pretty good round time. Let's uh, let's do some takeaways. You guys got any uh, takeaways from the episode? Anybody want to drop anything? Um, my takeaway is that we just need to be better 
Yeah, in general. Um, that was Molly's advice for you know gen- just general Dr. Pilates. We just all need to be better, move more. Well, she said that generally on the podcast, off the air. She said something pretty specific about us. But yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we just need to be better, I guess, you know? We should get a lot better. And, uh, yeah, I think it would be great to great content if Anthony and I both try to do the Listen, my takeaway is I would fucking dominate Michael <laughs> in any type I could of get, Listen, I have gotten beginners into long spine by the end of the class. We could for sure do it. It's not as hard as it sounds. It'd be a good, be a good episode. I am sure. worried what kind of condition they will leave your Pilates torture machine in. <laughs> um, these are big men trying very hard to beat each other. It'll get very competitive. Those angle straps ain't gonna last. I'm gonna be talking shit while upside down to you. Anthony will be trying to turn Pilates into football right away. Yeah. It's like when can we hit each other? Yeah, he's gonna bring full pads and everything. He's like, I'm ready for Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So that's a good takeaway. Uh, what you got, Anthony? I just did. Oh yeah. What I you would, got? Yeah. Do we all do it already? I'm lost. You haven't Mom. done yours. No, I mean, is this it? Did this we make takeaways. it? We should bring up takeaways. Yeah, yeah. we made it. Yeah. 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 They're pretty simple. We'll <laughs> yeah. take away from the out. You should uh, feel disappointed at the end of our podcast, by the way. That's the normal uh, impression we're trying to leave people um, <laughs> No, I had uh, I had fun to be on a podcast for the first time. That was great. First time podcast? Dang. Okay. I feel like you, got, you guys, I went dark and nobody else did. I yeah, no, like no, I, you, you were fine. I'm yeah. talking about killing people in Myanmar. I, uh, yeah. I was trafficking people in Mexico, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's darker than that. He, he bought that race of blood money for damn sure. <laughs> yeah. That's the only kind of money Anthony makes. <laughs> I mean... He sells his blood for money. That's how he lives. <laughs> I don't know if I can produce that much blood, dude. Yeah, no, you can't. I've never donated <laughs> blood, so it's too scary. Yeah, me either. I mean, they've taken it for testing, but they're fine. I pass out. I get possessive. You get possessive of your blood? <laughs> Mine. <laughs> they take it out. I'm like, ah, I'll take that back. I mean, my little see you later. Um, so I guess my takeaway is probably that uh, Dr. Pilates should be a recurring segment. I feel like a call-in feature, if we could get to where we could buzz you in when we get like very specific health requests from like guests and such, that we should incorporate this and make it work because our medical advice is borderline hate speech. Now. <laughs> it's very, very not helpful. It was hate speech. It was hate speech. No, ours, ours, but before that, like we've given some bad advice. We told people to make band aids out of Lysol and paper towels. Like, oh it's not god! Good, so. I told yeah. people to drink water out of the sink and not filter it out at all. The fluoride doesn't fuck with you as much as no. It's it's good for it's pretty solid stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's not solid, like, but I don't like fluoride. <laughs> the wrapper, wait. All right, peace out. Keep sucking them dicks. Oh take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Bye. I have an Instagram for satirical Pilates content. It's Edie underscore Woods underscore. And don't forget to catch me on Instagram at Cambizzi.berry and on YouTube at CB Comedy. Uh, young Baphomet underscore on uh, Instagram and uh, the fucking Twitter machine. And I'm at underscore M Booth with an F at the end on Twitter and Instagram and then Facebook, YouTube, Michael Booth. And don't forget to go and follow the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast Instagram at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast and also check out the Cowboy Rowdy Podcast on Facebook. 